Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio. I'm your host and producer, Logan Landers. And joining me to talk about this NFL Week 3 game preview between the Atlanta Falcons and the Detroit Lions is my guy, Mr. Football. It's Turner. How are you doing today, sir? Okay, man. How you doing today? Let's talk hey. about these Falcons and Lions, man. Oh, you ain't kidding, man. I am excited for this one. A tale of two young teams. It's going to be a great matchup in Week 3. Before we get into it, though, get into our keys of the game. If you like the video, once again, like, comment, share, and subscribe. Facebook, YouTube. If you enjoy podcasts, well, you are in luck. We have our podcast. Thanks to our friends at the Believe Podcast Network for hooking us up. Check us out on any of your podcast room platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, iHeartRadio, or anywhere you enjoy listening to shows. You can find us on there each and every single week doing team previews, doing uh, game previews as well, player interviews, coach interviews, anything and everything football-related you can find on our channel. And once again, we appreciate all the continued love and support. Well, let's get into it, man. This is going to be a great matchup. The Atlanta Falcons currently 2-0 undefeated, first in the NFC South, going up against the Detroit Lions, who come in at 1-1. They're currently ranked first in the NFC North. Let's talk about this team in the Atlanta Falcons, what they did last week, what they've done these first two weeks, what's impressed us, and how they can win this ballgame. Well, I think it's pretty safe to say that through the first two weeks of this young campaign, the Falcons are going to be a run-heavy team. I mean, you look at Bijan Robinson, who was a you know the Falcons' first-round pick this past draft. He's came out the gates just absolutely on fire. 29 carries, 180 yards, averages 6.2 yards per carry, which is insane, and is able to get things done, averaging 90 yards a game through his first two games of the season. Now, behind him, you also have Tyler Algier, who's ran for 123 yards on 31 carries. I mean, you have a very good dynamic duo in both those guys. They've ran the ball for over 300 yards in two weeks. They've gotten three touchdowns. They've looked, they've looked really well. And also, Desmond Ritter can get it done with his legs as need be. Now, we all know about this Falcons team, what everyone's been saying. we got to get the offense flowing in terms of Desmond Ritter and in terms of how he's going to be distributing the ball, throwing the ball. Well, we saw it last week. He did pretty well. He did a lot better than he did in week one in terms of stat-wise. On the season, 68% completion percentage on 50 attempts, over 350 yards, a seven-yard average per pop, two touchdowns, one INT. But he does have to, uh, I I think, a a reason the Falcons, if they want to win this game, O-line's got to protect him a little bit more. He's been sacked five times uh, on the year, on the young year this is, so – I think Desmond Ritter, I think if they, they're going to get him more comfortable just throwing the ball, but with the way that, with honestly, that Robinson and that Algier have been playing, I mean, you just got to keep feeding the monster. I don't see why you wouldn't. The Falcons have been dominant in terms of controlling the clock. They're both two wins this year. Like the receiving court, you know what you got. You got Matt Collins, who played really well last week. Bijan Robinson, a dual threat also, can get it done in the receiving game. Drake London had a better game last week, but Kyle Pitts, we're still looking for him, Vincent. We're still looking for him to break out. Both Pitts and London combined for 10 catches on the season so far. We still got to get them more involved, I think, if this offense wants to flourish at the level we all think and hope it could be as Falcons in the Atlanta area, of course. Now, one thing that has really impressed me with this Falcons team is their defense. Their defense has been top-notch. They've looked really, really good through two weeks. As we know, week one, beat the Panthers, only gave up 10 points. Last week against Green Bay, got the win. Tough win in that one. Offense did a really good job. But the defense really helped out in that second half. 
against Jordan Love, who's looked pretty solid so far through two games. Defense has looked really well. Caden Ellis leading the league in, or leading the team in tackles with 15 on the year. I think that the Falcons, too, they've gotten three sacks on the year, which you might look at and think, eh, not too impressive. But compared to what we've seen in years past, Vincent, three sacks in through you know two weeks looks pretty solid. Uh, you know, you've got some great players on the defense as well with Jesse Bates, who had that phenomenal week one performance, Trey Flowers, Richie Grant, Troy Anderson, who's been a nice surprise as well. And of course, AJ Terrell, who's your stud as well as Grady Jarrett. So I'm liking this Falcons team. I think they're really well constructed. So keys to this ball game, just keep pounding the rock, keep getting that time possession and see what Desmond Ritter can do. Try spreading him a little bit more love, maybe if you, if you get a good lead and uh, just see what he can do. And because I know there's still, there's still a lot of people questioning his ability as the main guy in Atlanta. But, hey, we're 2-0. That's all I know. And uh, we'll see if we can go 3-0 this week. What's your thoughts on the Falcons, Vincent? I'm going to say this with Arthur Smith. He's a guy that's going to stay with the game plan. The strength of this football team is running the football. Mm-hmm. The Falcons took care of their business the first two weeks. And the NFL is all about winning. It's not how you win. It's not how you look. But they're 2-0. They're sitting in the top of the division. I think now with the Detroit Lions, it's going to be a game of where you are as far as other teams in the league. Um, last week against Green Bay was a huge win because they came from behind. They stayed strong as a football team. And I think because of the defensive side of the ball, Caden Ellis came in and had a nice game last week. Jesse Bates was consistent. A.T. Terrell played at a high level. And Kayla's Campbell said it. He played at a high level. He said, hey, I saw something special in this football team. Then I'm looking at the young man. I'm going to call him Mr. B. Robinson. Last week, 124 yards. I said before the season started, when the Falcons took him eight overall, I said he was going to have the same impact as one young man that came out of Virginia Tech by the name of MV7, Michael Vick had when he stepped inside the Mercedes-Benz Dome. It was the Georgia Dome at the time. Mm -hmm. Now, Mr. Robinson... It's the Mercedes-Benz Dome. Looking at the Falcons last week, Arthur Smith is not going to change. Falcons, as you just mentioned, they're going to run the football. Last week, 45 rushes, 211 yards and stayed with the game plan. But I would say this. Desmond Ritter played well, 19-32, 237 yards, one touchdown, one INT. Drake London proved to you why he was a first-round pick, had some big receptions, six receptions, six, seven yards, 67 yards. And then Kyle Pitts only had two receptions, 15 yards. If the Falcons, and this is a big football game against Detroit, going up there playing them in Detroit, if the Falcons are going to really step up and be a team that we can put in, I want to say, playoff talk and playoff contention, is that Desmond Ritter has got to play at a high level and he's got to get the ball to Kyle Pitts and Drake London. That's just me personally. They're going to have to get more involved in the offense because they're going to come some weeks you're not going to be able to run the football at a high level. And you got two gentlemen that you took number one overall in previous drafts that are proven to you to be really young, skilled playmakers. The Detroit Lions, I'm going to jump into them real quick. We thought that they had shocked America. We thought they were the Colorado Buffaloes <laughs> of college football. Winning to Kansas City, Thursday night, first game of the season, upset Patrick Mahomes in the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, last week, to me, they took a step back. 
they took a step back defensively because they gave up 37 points to the Seattle Seahawks and Geno Smith, who struggled against the L.A. Rams in their first game of the year. Geno Smith last week had 328 yards passing. Come on, man. And then your star defensive player, Aiden Hutchinson, only had two tackles. Jared Goff played at a nice level. He had 323 yards. Armand St. Brown is a star in this league, six receptions, 102 yards. But see, Mr. Dan Campbell, it's something about being consistent. It's something about winning games that you should have won. You should have beat Seattle at home last week. If the Detroit Lions, as some people were saying after the Kansas City win, that you was the team that's going to win the NFC North. This is a big football game, Logan, for both teams. The pressure is on the lines. But if the Falcons can come out with a victory, they go 3-0. Detroit takes a step back 1-2. But the Falcons win this football game, then it's going to be a lot more talk that this might be a special football team. But for me, Looking at this football game, I think Detroit is going to be at a sense of urgency. Atlanta's playing with house money. But to me, in this football game, I'm taking the Lions and the close one, 24-21. Desmond Ritter, for the Falcons, they take it to another level. He's got to play better in the passing game. I'm going to leave it at that. The Falcons are a well-balanced football team. No question about it. You're looking at Detroit. Detroit is going to look at this game as redemption. Because before going into last week against Seattle, we was even talking about the Detroit Lions maybe coming out of the NFC and representing us in the Super Bowl. I was hearing that from a lot of fans up there in Motor City, mm-hmm. Motown, Smokey Robinson, The Temptations. All these people were hitting me on my uh, phone saying, hey, Detroit is back. Big football game. Back to yes, you, it is. Anders. Thank you, sir. And and I'll keep it short and sweet with the Lions. Uh, it, Vincent, we talked about if Desmond Ritter wants to have that breakout performance to kind of show the naysayers that he can throw the ball, this is probably the best chance to do it. Uh, because as we all know, C.J. Gardner-Johnson is going to be out for a while. Uh, he's on injured reserve, going to miss at least four games with that torn pec. So you're missing arguably your best player on defense and your best secondary player as well is Detroit this week. Now, you mentioned, should they have won that game in Seattle? Honestly, I think they should have. They lost it in overtime, uh, and they gave up, like I said, gave up a lot of points to Geno Smith, who's had a really good resurgence here lately. But talking about this Lions team, Jared Goff, got to get it done once again. Like I said the numbers looked pretty good last week, but guess got to keep it rolling. But something I thought, Vincent, that the Lions were going to be a little bit stronger, at least through the first uh, few weeks are, is the running game. I mean, you got David Montgomery. That was one of your big acquisitions in the offseason. And then you drafted Jameer Gibbs, who, I mean, let's be honest, has been kind of off to a slow start. 14 carries for only 59 yards for the young man um, out of Alabama by way of Georgia Tech. So slow start for the running game. I thought that was going to be more of a strong suit for the Lions this year. Like I said, Jared Goff, over 500, closing in on 600 yards. Four touchdowns, only one INT on the year. Not the greatest, but he is getting it done on a 71% clip. But they have that really good receiving core with Amon Ross, St. Brown, who's looked solid. Josh Reynolds has been a nice surprise this year as well. And that tight end, Sam Laporta, has looked really good also. Like I said, the defense is going to be having a tough matchup with their best player out, their best starting safety, uh, and Garner Johnson. But like you mentioned, if Detroit wants to win this ballgame, Aiden Hutchinson, you got to show up. You got to have a big game. Like I said, only held the two tackles last week for a guy who, in, in his first, his rookie year, looked very good. Got to have a strong performance against the Falcons. So, my thoughts on this one. I'm going to go with the Falcons, get the win in week three, improving to 3-0. and 
I'm going to go with Atlanta getting 32 and give me Detroit 21. I think the uh, – I'm, I'm expecting some big things from Desmond Ritter this week, Vince, and I think this is the week that if he's going to want to do it, you got to break out against this Lions team who, as we saw, can give up a lot of points. Your final thoughts on this ball game before we wrap things up here today. I think, as I just mentioned, I think Atlanta's playing with house money, all the pressures on Detroit because they won and won. Atlanta's done what they had to do, taking care of their business, winning their first two games of the season. I expect it's going to be a real close football game, but I think Detroit won't, needs the game more. And I'm going to say the last in a very close football game, a field goal game, 24-21. All right. Well, hey, Vincent, we appreciate your thoughts, your comments on this. We want to hear you, though, our fans. Who do you think is going to win this game? It's going to be the Lions. It's going to be the Falcons. Who's going to get the upper advantage? Well, it's going to be your host and producer today, Logan Lance. If you enjoyed the show, check us out on our social media, Facebook and YouTube, 100 Yards of Football. We're doing really good numbers over there, and we appreciate you all for checking us out. And, of course, our podcast, available anywhere you listen to our shows, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, et cetera, et cetera. You know where to find us each and every single week. A bunch of great episodes talking some football. Over 1,000 you can go back and listen to for the past few years. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.